millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Josh Selby, Furgon Corkmas, Joey Devine, Dylan Annis, Glenn Rice Jr., Sean Keane. Vaughn Wafer! Jack Cooley! Musical guest, Panic at the Disco! And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, and we are finally back with a brand new episode. We are back from Summer League. Sean Keen, you're my co-host, permanent, permanent co-host, geez. Uh, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's good to be back. Do you feel physically beaten up by the city of Las Vegas? I do. Me I too. Do. Yeah, yeah. Like... My voice is uh, shot, mm-hmm. if that's why, in case listeners are wondering why it sounds funny. Uh, it's because um, our friend Josh Androsky took us to a karaoke place the first night of Vegas, mm-hmm. and um, immediately my voice was gone. Yeah, they don't, they don't like pump oxygen into the karaoke bars, unfortunately, no. like they do with the casinos. Um, which is one of the reasons we didn't podcast from Summer League. Because uh-huh. uh, again, my voice uh, sounded too sexy. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We didn't want it to get uh, adult content rated. Yeah, um, we could be banned in Senegal if it's too sensual. Uh, but thank you guys. Sorry, um, I know nothing happened while we took a week off. Uh-huh. So <laughs> literally everything in the NBA is the same. There's a uh, mm-hmm. 
in no way, shape, or form was there any news. No. Um, it was just Summer League. Um, Summer League went on. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, it was pretty incredible. Um, but uh, before we get to our show, uh, let's do some business at the top. Uh, hit us up with some questions. We always like hearing from you, our listeners, at Twitter, at, on Twitter, at RoundRockPod, on Gmail, at uh, RoundRockPod, at gmail.com, or call us on the phone, and we have changed the number. Sean, mm-hmm. do you have that number at hand? I, I, I don't have that. Okay, it'll be in the description of this episode. Sorry. That's okay. Don't apologize. <laughs> I surprised you with that. But you know what? You know what? Uh, we've we've cleaned it up a little bit now. Now there's like a a kind like a, a smoother introductory message. I'm not I'm not going to pick up accidentally anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, call. Uh, does it spell anything? Nothing at all. Oh great, cool. I'm glad we're glad we changed the number to something else that cannot be spelled. All right. No, no, no. no. It's oh, the it's the same, same number? number. Oh, oh never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's the same number as all as ever. I just. Oh well, then I actually have that. Then. Sorry, there's just an outgoing message and stuff. Oh, oh is it from uh, Brooke Lopez? I I don't want to spoil it. You got to call okay. and find out. Um, well, please call us on the phone and ask ask us questions. Uh, the number there is three two three six eight two zero three four two. Still does not spell anything because it's the same fucking number. All right. Um, should we get to our n- another piece of business, Sean? Yeah, let's go to the other piece of business. Uh, all right. Uh, it's Tillman time. It's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter, state house man, and billionaire buyer. Houston Rockets motherfucker. Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker. (laughs) Tillman time. Sean. Yes. Uh, This is the section of the show where we talk about Rocket's cheapskate owner, Tillman Fertitta. And um, is there a reason... Why he might be even more of a cheapskate going forward? Uh, yes, there is, Joey. It's because it's because you, Joey Devine, uh-huh. beat the billion dollar buyer slot machine. I vanquished. I vanquished my fucking uh, uh, nemesis. I've he's, never felt this good. He's been your enemy for a long time. Before he owned the Rockets, he was my enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you that don't know, Tillman Fertitta. Owns the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company as mm-hmm. well as the Houston Rockets. I was an employee of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company for eight years, uh, seven and a half of which I worked for uh, not under Tillman Fertitta. And in the last half year, Tillman mm-hmm. Fertitta purchased the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. And the first thing he did was start charging all employees $5 a month to have an employee discount. Yeah. Um yeah. he's a cheap bastard. He's the billionaire buyer. And um He's yeah. We had a we had our little listener meetup last night. Inside the, Tillman for yeah. At inside Tillman Fertita's casino, the Golden Nugget, where mm-hmm. there is a Tillman Fertita themed slot machine 
mm-hmm. all put five dollars in. And what yeah. did I get? Fifty fucking uh, dollars, baby. Ten months of employee discounts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry, Jez- Jeff Bizdelic. You've just been fired again. Uh-huh. Um, and all I've got to say is this. How does Joey describe himself? <laughs> A motherfucker. <laughs> all I do is win, win, win. Um, anyway, it was really nice to meet all of our listeners. Brian, Alex, uh-huh. Katie Heindel, uh-huh. Dave Dufour, uh-huh. Keith Parrish, mm-hmm. Sean Hyken, Julian Rodriguez. Oh, yes. Um, Josh Androsky. Josh Androsky, yeah. Um, it was really fun. Uh, I think that's, this is probably going to be a yearly event, right? I mean, I kind of think we have to now. Yeah, I, I mean, it's now, I'm, now it becomes a lifetime, how much can I win off this bastard? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, that's the thing, like, we could have, we could have easily busted out Tillman Fertitta at the extremely un- unexciting it's a very Billion boring slot machine. Yeah, it's um we were the only people using it. I think well, some it's European in the hallway. Yeah. Um the logos, the the graphics though. It is a pretty extravagant slot machine for how terrible a slot machine it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It plays videos of the billion dollar buyer on the yeah. frame it says Tillman Fertitta is the billion dollar buyer. Uh, uh-huh. His face is on a billion dollar bill in, yeah. in the reels. Uh, but then it's just one where it's like sevens win you something. It's yeah. like that generic of a slot machine. And, like, like, and, and the video you get is like, it's very Tillman specific. So if you like watching Tillman Fertitta, like shaking people's hands, and walking kind of slowly, mm-hmm. I guess that's the machine for you. Yeah, if you are an aficionado of motherfuckers, it is definitely the slot machine for you. Yeah, it'll step on your throat and then it'll now, cut your throat. Now, it is not the slot machine for me. The slot machine for me is, of course, the uh-huh. 1960s Batman slot machine. Um, it's <laughs> truly incredible. Um, it's the greatest and- slot machine there is. Joey, do you have any tips for anybody that's going to play the Batman slot machine? Oh, you, ter- you Well, this really kind of goes for any slot machine, frankly. Yeah. If there is a volume control, mm-hmm. you turn that motherfucker up. Because yeah. you're not winning a quiet... Winning is not a quiet act. Yeah. And as we know, based on my actions at the Billion Dollar Buyer slot machine, all I do is... Um, Alright, that's it for our meetup. Yeah, Sean, I'm pretty sure that show's been canceled, by the way. The Billion Dollar Buyer? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm sure that slot machine will remain in his hotel, though. It seems yeah. brand new. It looked very expensive, actually, for, like, a display. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, Sean, we were at Summer League. Yes. Um, let's talk about Summer League really quickly. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite thing you saw at Summer League this year? Um... I really enjoyed I think it was just the Brooklyn Nets team in general. Yeah, we saw a lot of bad games. It seems like we chose wrong for all of our games. It admittedly, this is easily the least pumped about Summer League I'd ever been. Well, I mean, okay, so Summer League 
I believe this is probably a bit of an aberration because uh, so many trades weren't completed until like the third day of summer mm-hmm. league. But I believe that's because it was a lot of like odd sign in trade. Tra- there were yes. just so many weirdly complicated trades that actually were just like free agent signings. And normally those anyway, it was just, I, I don't know if it was the timing of the league year or whatever, but it was very strange. And then I think the earthquake freaked people out a lot too. Yes. There was an earthquake the first night. Uh, it ruined Zion. In fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he bumped Zion knees with only people. played one day uh-huh. because of seven minutes total. Seven correct? minutes. He only played. Yeah. He, you only played one half. Uh, and we had very quickly changed our plans to see Zion Saturday night and then right. did not see Zion. We didn't at we all. We did get to see Alan Smilagic, though, so. Yeah, that we was. Won. We were the winners. Yeah, the the Latvian teenager from the Warriors who looks like he's in his late 30s, shoots threes, um, Throws crazy passes. He looks like is if, balding. Yeah, he looks like if this is going to be a Warriors fan deep cut. So sorry, uh-huh. the rest of our listeners, but uh-huh. he looks like if you put Brian Cardinal's head on Andres Bedrin's body. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like like early Bedrins, not not the no, not the jet. tan, not, not tan Bedrins yet. Yeah. Except Smilajic is definitely going to tan. I oh, you're, you're goddamn right he is. <laughs> um, but uh, who stood out to you? Anybody other than the you like you just liked all the nets? Because well, for I me, specific, there were yeah. two very specific nets. That stood well, out it to was me. it was uh, their their six nine guard and their six ten small forward. Uh-huh. Uh, Rodions and yeah, John Rodeon. and Dosnan Musa were yeah. tight as hell. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite? Um, Kurik's moment, Joey. Um, I liked when he got in. He tried. He was like sort of trying to get Mo Wagner to fight him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mo Wagner made a dirty foul, and Kurik spent about seven minutes just kind of yelling at him to the point that they then got double technicals. And then there was a timeout, and then uh, he continued. He yeah. kept getting mm-hmm. into him, and that was awesome. Um, both of them like. Big guys with handles who are just trying to like drive and dunk it on people all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, probably are like a little too confident about their ball handling and passing, but that makes summer league way more awesome. Yeah. Um. Uh. Musa blocked a three pointer to, to end to, the game. <laughs> that was so tight. Um. Taco Fall was really fun too. Yeah. Although there was this kind of. Look, I loved watching Taco. It was really fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But also, I felt a little bit like the crowd was maybe treating him like a circus freak a little bit. You know what I mean? It is true. But um, I like people were getting excited because he is Taco Fall is seven foot six. He did not get drafted. He's on the Celtics summer league team. And I did feel weird about it at first when people were just cheering. But then he did a lot of good stuff yeah, and then it was awesome like, yeah it was like well you blocked four shots i'm glad people were cheering he did a dream shake too yeah um he drew a chart uh he a guy tried to draw a charge on him today we were not at that game but uh uh-huh. the guy almost died i don't know if you saw that he slid back <laughs> like 20 feet um i love it all right who uh, 
are yeah. you not excited about after watching play summer league? So no. This is a guy I already wasn't uh, excited about. And I became extremely unexcited about him. RJ Barrett of the New York Knicks. Yeah, He was a bummer, man. He was, the, he was like the worst guy that was supposed to be good. We saw, right? Nope. There was one worse man. Um, and oh, his who name was is Rui Hachimura. Rui, oh. Yeah, because like Barrett was just kind of shooting badly, but at least it was like, I understand what this guy is, and maybe he'll get better at shooting. But Rui, it was like all of his scoring was just on like offensive rebounds. But and- not, not even like that. It was like a, a very small big man doing uh-huh. like post moves halfway between the elbow and the post. It was like was the most thing. college basketball shit on earth. Yeah, it was like stuff you would do if you had post position, but he never did. And then he doesn't really shoot that well when he takes it. And he doesn't dribble. And he's not a very good rebounder, it didn't seem like. He just seems like he's like a little, he should be a power forward, but he's kind of small. And he's he's really jacked. He's a good athlete, but it just, it didn't translate very much. Yeah. Um, Um, Oh, yeah. Also, not to pick on my own team, uh-huh. uh, but man, not not super hype for uh, the Jacob Evans experience anymore. He he did play. He better had good game games, but it still was like I was watching it and I was like, "This is not the kind of shit NBA players do." He was not very good at uh, handling like tough ball pressure for sure. Uh, and that seemed like it's I mean, they were definitely letting him run point because they were kind of like this is this would be his job if he has a job. Um, yeah, we missed this, but Damian Jones played so badly at Utah Summer League that he was traded. It was Sacramento Summer League, actually. Sean. Oh, oh, right. The California, the California classic. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to apologize to the city of Sacramento and the <laughs> California classic itself. Uh, and Vivek. I'm sorry, Vivek. Okay. Um, yeah, we've. Uh, done. Oh, but we like you like you like we like Jordan Poole, too. Yeah, I mean, the one game we saw, he was not super great. But uh, the game we watched uh, during the listener meetup was he was pretty good. And uh, what I would say is what he the, the good trend setting thing he did uh, wore the short shorts. Yeah, love the short shorts. Um, okay, I'm trying to move on, though, because there's actual something, actually something important we need to talk about, right? Okay. Um, let's talk about free agency. It's time for free agency. And this is not a time for robots. Robots have no agency. So take it away, Jim Gray. Well, everybody is on pins and needles across the country. Would you like to sleep on it a little longer? Are you ready to make this decision? You were able to be recruited because you went straight to the NBA from high school. So have you enjoyed this recruiting process now? How many people know your decision right now? When did you decide? So the last time you changed your mind was yesterday? So does the team that you're going to, that you'll announce in a few minutes, do they know your decision? Do you have any doubts about your decision? We've had everybody else biting their nails, so I guess it's time for them to stop chewing. The answer to the question everybody wants to know, what's your decision? 
I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I believe in a Belichick Popovich presidential ticket. I believe that every DiCaprio movie would be just a little bit better as a Matt Damon movie. Free agency. All right, Sean, the board man went west. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kawhi Leonard signed with the Clippers. Four-year deal. Um, yeah. And what brought him to the Clippers, Sean? Uh, well, it seemed like it was he he wanted to play for the Clippers. They they relentlessly stalked him for over a year. Mm-hmm. They tried to buy his logo, but what he really wanted was to play with another All Star who wasn't LeBron James. Yes. That was his main and and I guess he was trying to lobby Kevin Durant, but uh, Kyrie Irving and Rich Kleiman have combined to keep him in a perpetual state of uh, hypnosis, mm-hmm. very vulnerable to suggestions. So Kawhi Leonard uh, told Paul George to demand a trade and come join and him. And then he did. Yeah. Uh, and then we all learned about this at midnight on the f- on the Friday of July 4th weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, July 5th, it probably, yeah, broke a little before midnight. Insane. Uh, Insane. Like, yes. what are you doing? Come on, man. Uh, it was so Kawhi esque because it was both this very much like, oh, I don't want attention. I'm just going to leak it like an embarrassing political story. But then at the same time, he he like actually in all of in everything that people were upset about Anthony Davis and clutch and going to the Lakers. Um it really feels like what Kawhi did was so much more extreme. Mm-hmm. Just, just tricking the Lakers with me- secret meetings with Paul George and, uh, and forcing a trade. So Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, welcome to Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. Now here's a weird question, Sean. Uh-huh. Isn't it, it's pretty weird that Paul George just, did what Kawhi Leonard told him to do, right? Yes, yes, it is. Like, have, can, because I, I haven't, I haven't heard that. Go ahead. No, I, no, I just hadn't heard. As far as I know, Kawhi just started recruiting him a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. He literally called him and was like, "Hey, demand a trade," and Paul mm-hmm. George was like, "Okay." Yeah. Um, so they traded the, the thunder got Danilo Gallinari, uh, Mm -hmm. our man, Shay Gilgis Alexander, Mm -hmm. four unprotected first round picks, Mm -hmm. one protected first round pick, Mm -hmm. and then two pick swaps. Yes. And then two of the picks are Miami's picks. Yes. Um, here's my question. Do you ever want to hear another pundit say this is the greatest haul anyone's ever gotten for a star player ever again? No, I don't want to hear that because, because I would even say like, like just thinking of very basic things, it's like, well, I feel like the Lakers got more than that for Shaq. (laughs) <laughs> like just just thinking, but also it's just picks. 
It's like right. I mean, like, Gallinari like how- and SGA are good players, but mm-hmm. um, they're not all stars. I mean, it's a lot of picks, but yes. I just don't particularly expect the Clippers to be bad in that stretch. Uh, I mean, they do go pretty far forward, but I don't know, man. Like most most organizations in the NBA, uh, it seems like you don't have to get that bad. You know, like like teams that teams that were very successful and have like stable organizations um, tend to only really be super bad when they're kind of trying to. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I for just the calves. Well, yeah, they, <laughs> they did try to compete last year. They were terrible. <laughs> um, and they also tried to compete the year they ended up getting the Kyrie pick. Um, don't forget. Yeah. The, the, the few years they were trying to compete when uh, LeBron James was on the heat. But anyway, yeah, keep going. <laughs> I was making a knock at Dan Gilbert. The Cavs are obviously oh, okay, not a, sca- a stable organization. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's... um, Yeah, they've... So, they, so it's kind of amazing that there's just five straight years where... Oklahoma City either gets the Clippers pick or can trade it with their own. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, it's a lot of control, but um, I kind of don't think it matters that much. Like, it seems like when you have a bunch of superstars, you can just sort of uh, add a lot of people, right? Um, I, what do you think the chances are? That this is like a Brooklyn Nets situation. Zero percent? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty low, I think. I just I mean, don't who... want to hear about how good picks are anymore. All of the smart teams traded and the Lakers. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not, I want to make it clear I'm not including the Lakers in this. Uh-huh. But like, most of the smart teams traded their picks this summer for actual right. players. Well, and I wonder if they've, uh, looked at what the results of the draft are like because (laughs) because at the same time teams were like being kind of casual with dealing future first round picks there were also teams paying a premium to dump first round picks Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's just not as much of a guarantee like and also it seems like i mean Lakers did draft anyone that's on that team. Um, the, who do the, who do the Clippers have that they've drafted now? One guy, Jerome Robinson. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so, that's Doc's fault. When Doc was running the team, you know, they should uh, have guys they drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but but it just seems like. But they're also the title favorites. You right. know what I mean? Like it. It doesn't seem like it. You know, it's not like they're not important at all, but but how many guys do the Orlando Magic have that they drafted, Sean? Oh, um, like eight. Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys. Okay, what about the have... Phoenix Suns? How many guys? <laughs> how many? What about the Phoenix Suns? Sean? They have to have like six guys that they drafted <laughs> right now, probably, and they've traded three guys they drafted like in the last <laughs> week. Um. Anyway, my main question mm-hmm. is: Is this Russell Westbrook's fault? You know, I 
it has to be right. <laughs> it was like it's because it Paul George did resign, but with very little prompting was like, oh yeah, th- that's a way better idea than what I've been doing mm-hmm. with this guy. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a little bit, it feels a little bit mercenary for Paul George, I would say. Um, Except it's not though, because this is where he wanted to be the whole time. I just, I do think it is not the coolest move in the world to demand a trade yeah, okay, one Royce year Young. into your five year. I'm just <laughs> saying like he did sign a five year contract. Uh huh. Now, the reason I don't think it's that big a deal is that I think Sam Presti is probably pretty relieved right now. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I mean, because say it. the, resu- say the result, why. the result of this is that Russell Westbrook is now open for a trade, <laughs> and Sam Presti didn't even have to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Paul George requested a trade. Uh, you know, Russell Westbrook direct d- demanded a trade. Sam Presti. You know, sorry, fans. He wanted to keep everybody. He did. Also, his hands are tied now. I think this is an important lesson that we were we learned a long time ago and people kind of forgot uh, that the Utah Jazz once got a ton for trading Darren Williams. And the key is to not tell everyone that your player has requested a trade. Yes, yes. And then also fight about it for months in the media. Yeah, or, um, I don't know, have your former Hall of Fame point guard just relentlessly go on a media blitz telling all your plans and secret conversations. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's true, because they got a ton. Mm -hmm. They got a ton of picks, and they I really don't think they would have... If there had been more of a signal. No, about like they're going to get nothing for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Because now teams are like, there's people on TV kind of kind of talking mess about him. Uh, yeah, the, it, it seems like Russell Westbrook's trade value is significantly lower than might have been the general perception. Um I personally would not trade for him um, because he is doesn't do the things that he's best at on the basketball. I would trade for him, actually. And I'll tell you why. I think if you can, if you're one of the rare franchises like the Spurs or the Heat Mm -hmm. or someplace like that, where it's very clear he's not the boss. Uh-huh. I think you can get him to fi- to fall in line. I mean, it's possible. He's just it's... so clearly been in charge. Like, yeah. literally, the Now I Do What I Want commercial when Kevin Durant left was a real uh, uh, canary in a coal mine as to what Russell Westbrook was going to be doing for the next three years. Well, it even seems like he was like that before, though. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like he he got to do whatever he wanted, even with KD there. I mean, sort of, but he still, you know, he wasn't demanding his teammates only box out and not grab rebounds. 
That's true. That's a weird. That's a new thing. <laughs> um, well, it's just it's just interesting because he shoots so much from the outside and has is just terrible at it, mm-hmm. and and like has the ability to like drive to the basket and hit guys with passes and stuff, and just kind of doesn't. And I don't really think that's the personnel. I think it's like. I don't know. He's bad at defense too. Like he, and he, it, it's really a lot of money. It's 170 billion and for four years. 31. It, it just, to me, it, it feel, uh, he's, he's already 30. dead. Okay. He's, yeah, he's yeah. T- two years, two years in the grave. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I would absolutely trade for him. If I were like Minnesota and trading Andrew Wiggins. Right. But it just, it seems like it's, I don't know. How much do you think Russell Westbrook would have gotten as like a free agent? I mean, he would have got he would have gotten like would have gotten the max. Yeah. So Jimmy whatever Butler that would got be. the max. Yeah. So he would be making four for. I mean, I don't even know. You know what? Whatever. Yeah. So it maybe isn't. Uh, somebody would have signed him. Yes, absolutely. Man. So where's he gonna go? Well, we were talking to a uh, a credentialed Heat uh, writer the other day, or last night, and he was telling us the Heat aren't even going to give up Tyler Hero for him. So I don't think it's going to be the Heat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, so they would th- their trade would basically be something like Myers, Leonard, Goran Dragic, and some sweetener, but they do say they they have been saying they're not going to give up Bam or Justice uh, Winslow or Justice Hero. or Hero. So, I mean, obviously, good it luck seems with like, that, Sam Presti. Yeah, and, and the then, Knicks stupidly spent all their money, so they can't because mm-hmm. Presti's not going to want any of those contracts that they just signed. So the other place that seems kind of intriguing for me is the Orlando Magic. Just like giant hole at point guard. And I kind of think that if you are constructing an ideal Russell Westbrook team, having a bunch of um, Alpha long arms, six, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, just all Aminus and Westbrook and then. Like they're they seem a little light on the three point shooting around him you'd want, but I can understand how you'd just be like, all right, we're gonna be a top five defense in the league, and Westbrook can, you know, create enough shots just by himself that it will be more acceptable for us to play Jonathan Isaac a lot. Mm-hmm. And so what then the um The magic take back like Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier. It had it would have to like involve Fournier. Yeah, weird. That yeah. Would... What it's just weird... weird because well, I kind of feel like this may have been a part of Kawhi's genius because he delays the announcement. Everybody's out of cap space, and now he's okay. The last time a superstar left Russell Westbrook. He went on a six-month revenge tour and won the MVP award. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that Kawhi wisely was a little worried about that. Like, like Russell Westbrook 
gunning for him. And so now, now a lot of the doors are shut. And so it's possible that just because you can't trade free agents until the middle of December, uh, I don't know if he's going to get traded that soon. Here's a place. Mm-hmm. What do you, what if the Indiana Pacers trade him, trade for him for get this uh-huh. Victor Oladipo <laughs> and Sabonis. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so you, the Westbrook Brogdon backcourt. <laughs> That's obviously a joke because Victor Oladipo is probably better than Russell Westbrook at this point. Um, yeah. But it's close. Um, I think that, uh, Westbrook, I look, I don't like Russell Westbrook. I kind of think he's a jerk. I don't mm-hmm. really like watching him play basketball, mm-hmm. but I also think, um, people are sort of undervaluing how good he is at basketball at this point. Uh, he's not useless. Uh, and he's definitely good at a lot of things. I wouldn't um, necessarily say a lot of things, but I get what you're saying. But he was also. I also kind of feel like it was a little ridiculous that he was third team All NBA this year. Mm-hmm. Because, was, because uh, he was doing him what he wants. I guess that's. Now? I guess that's what it was. He was building his own runway. Um. All right. Uh. My next question, Sean. Yes. Who will be Paul George's next Gatorade co-star? Oh man. Pick a Clipper. So I think Harold might have too big a personality. I would say. Uh, his best bet is going with Zubach. Oh, I think. weird. See, I think it's very obvious who it is. Okay. It's Shamet, and it's not even close. He's the most, Landry Shamet is, is the most is the Gatorade most... co-starry face mm-hmm. slash personality of anyone on the Clippers. It's true. I, I just think Zubach would be a nice, uh, I'm thinking more of, uh, switching it up a bit, but, but yeah, Shamet is also an excellent choice. Very, real Joe Young vibes. Yeah, but good. He's good at basketball. We did see Joe Young play this weekend at Summer League. Yeah, That's how much of a bummer Summer League was this year. Um, all right. Uh, hey, we had a trade. Yes. And we're going to talk about more trades. So, Well, we kind of did that part already. But let's talk about this trade. But first, the trade drop. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs. You remember, we talk about Capspace all the time on the program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. And if you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. All right, Sean. 
After the Thunder deal Paul, dealt Paul George, uh, they immediate, immediately traded Jeremy Grant to Denver for a 2020 first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, wait, what about this Philly pick? Hold oh, on, yeah, sorry. so they have two, they have two picks. Uh, they wouldn't... Yeah, so this gives them two picks next year because uh, even though they traded... It's just funny that they got this pick for Jeremy Grant, but they have traded their own pick for Jeremy Grant oh, right. like three yeah, years yeah. ago. Um, it is top 20 protected, mm-hmm. so they'll probably get both. Um, and then Philly traded this pick to Orlando and then got it back for Marco Fultz. Weird. So it's made quite a big journey, but uh, yeah, Jeremy Grant. We we have definitely proved without the shadow beyond the shadow of a doubt that he is still worth a 2020 first round pick. <laughs> um, pretty good trade for Denver. Um, I Jeremy think so Grant's too. Pretty good. I mean, I don't think he's as good as uh, some. I don't think he's as impactful as uh, a lot of people claim he is. You know, but he's like a good. He's a good little rotation guy. He's good at defense. He's 25 years old. He he's. Harvey Grant's son? Is that right? I don't Horse know. Grant's I don't nephew? know which Grant he's I think he's yeah, I think he's Horace Grant's nephew. Um Yeah, and he's um he's signed for two more years for like nineteen million total. Um it just seems like he's an excellent fit for Denver. Mm-hmm. Um like he's like insurance against Paul Millsap missing fifteen to twenty games. And, uh, yeah, he's, um, he, he shot threes really well this last year, although mm-hmm. he was kind of bad at it the year before. Uh, but yeah, just seems like it just seems like exactly the kind of guy Denver wants. And, uh, yeah, this seems, it's like, this is, the, this is what you should be trading, um, a, a pick for at this point, if you're the Denver Nuggets. And you, you know, you already have seven young players on your team. Yeah. Uh, and it means you don't have to uh, bring Trey Lyles back. So that's probably a positive. God, that, that I feel relieved by that, Joey. Um, even though you traded Donovan Mitchell for him. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> God. Let's go back to Russell Westbrook real quick. Yeah. In a dream world. Uh-huh. Let's forget the salary cap. Mm hmm. What team is the most Russell Westbrooky team? I think he belongs on the Knicks because this is this is really the point is. in the career cycle where the Knicks get this guy. It's the Knicks or the Suns for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I think I think the Suns would be I would like that the most. Westbrook and Booker together. Oh Jesus. Uh oh like, boy. Um, Just and refusing I, to give DeAndre Ayton the ball. And I feel like if, if Russell Westbrook is, is playing in a warm climate all the time, um, I think he's showing up shirtless to games uh, a bunch. Like he's already buttoning very few buttons on mm-hmm. most of his shirts. And they all of his shirts are silk. Yeah. They're made of silk. Mm-hmm. He He wears like... <laughs> He dresses like an old timey king, just all silk. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like Westbrook on the Knicks. I, it, I'm so annoyed 
that they that they made the deci- that they were so hasty with their decisions, locking in guys that uh, maybe they didn't have to jump on in the first few hours of free agency. I uh, mean, obviously for me, the ultimate trade uh-huh. would be the three-way trade of yes. Russell Westbrook for the four picks that Daryl Morey was offering for Jimmy Butler. Uh-huh. Um, and then whatever salary, who cares? Yeah. And then you... The Lakers take on Chris Paul. Uh-huh. And some other stuff goes back to Oklahoma. Did, yeah. 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 Because uh, Chris Paul's like a for sure negative asset. Yeah, but I think I think Westbrook's contract might be worse. Yeah, but he's a better player. Westbrook is? Yes. Absolutely. I I think I would rather have Chris Paul in the playoffs. Wow. Really? You don't think so? No. I don't. Okay. If I were the Houston Rockets, I think I would prefer to have Chris Paul in the playoffs I rather mean, fair. than Westbrook. Yes, fair. But that's the the joke I'm making here is how oh, funny yeah. it would be. It'd be. It'd be. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the idea of reuniting Harden and Westbrook. Yeah. Just for comedy oh, man, I think it somehow add Jeremy Lamb too. That would be so good. I mean, another place people have been talking uh-huh. is Detroit. Oh, right. And I the idea about is that, that they trade Reggie Jackson back to the Oklahoma City Thunder and yes. Luke Kennard. Yes, which is like, like, I mean, in the original Reggie Jackson trade, the Pistons sent Kyle Singler. Yeah. So it really, I mean, and I could see them expanding that trade. So Steven Adams goes and Drummond goes to Oklahoma City. We got to get Steven Adams away from Russell Westbrook, though. Let him let him like fly I was some. watching. I was looking I was reading some advanced stats thing and they were talking about how like. It turns out Steven Adams isn't that good because his like he's like a historically poor rebounder for a center. <laughs> and it's like. No, he's doing what he's told to do. Yeah, he doesn't want to get yelled at. The rebounds. <laughs> um, the, ki- the king of Oklahoma told him <laughs> those are daddy's rebounds. Wait, Wayne Coyne told him? Yeah, I think Wayne Coyne is probably into the triple double. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um. All right, let's talk about the Lake Show. Oh yeah. Well, where do you actually think Westbrook's going to end up? I think Detroit actually. It's the only team where anyone in any of these where anyone is offering a young player. Right, right, right. In any of these scenarios where it's like, and Luke Kennard's not good, but he is a young player. And none of these other teams are offering young players. Plus, it would be hilarious, a hilarious way for the Pistons to punish Reggie Jackson more to send him back to Oklahoma to to fight with Dennis Schroeder. French oh Reggie Jackson. Oh, the Schroeder Jackson backcourt is truly incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Reggie Jackson goes back there and has like the year of his career? And he was really like, you funny. just should have you should have remembered me. <laughs> For those of you that don't remember and are newish NBA uh, fans, Reggie Jackson is uh, the first uh, Terry Rozier. Absolutely, he is. That is a great call. 
Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers, though. So, uh, the Lakers fans are really taking this in stride, not getting Kawhi. Uh, what with banning him from coffee shops and over and painting over murals mm-hmm. that they'd already painted of him. Wait till he signs before you paint the mural. That's all I'm saying. Also, You've he's still coming time to, to Los mural. Angeles. Yeah, though that was the best part. Yes, he's actually they painted over the mural. He's literally playing in exactly the same place. Yeah. he's he, he he works in the same building. Uh huh. He's just down a different hallway. Yeah. And he wears a different colored shirt. Uh, and then the and Al- that's the difference between immortalized in a mural and total trash. Yeah. Uh, also, the Alfred Coffee Chain mm-hmm. uh, banned Kawhi from its locations in Los Angeles. And Paul George. Oh, great. Well, I've been to the Alfred Coffee locations and um, not missing anything. That place fucking sucks. It's not whatever, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, get your Have shit fun. together, Alfred. Now, granted, it is where Alex Caruso works as a barista in the offseason, so I understand that. Um, all right, so here's who the Lakers have signed since not signing Kawhi yeah, Leonard. They got max level cap room. Where did it go? Rajon Rondo. Okay, coming back. Quinn Cook. Uh, the, t- the tiniest 20-foot uh, specialist. Troy Daniels. Kind of cool. Tainted by being on the Suns. Alex Caruso. Uh, it shouldn't be the joke that people are making of him, but uh, gloriously combed over. Yeah. Uh, Danny Green. Tight. Uh, snake owner, I learned. Uh, Jared Dudley. That absolutely belongs on this team. <laughs> Maybe doesn't really belong on the floor that much, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna have so many podcasts now. Uh, JaVale McGee coming back, uh, classic. Uh huh. Boogie Cousins. Man, uh, the, this is this one bummed me out a little bit. I have to say, it was obvious though. This, I've no, been I mean, saying I'm, this I'm, was what's. I'm happy happen. for Boogie. I just I would prefer that he was. It's a off. bummer he didn't get paid as much as he should though. Like the NBA, pay Boogie Cousins. Come on, dudes. I think he's going to be pretty like, good. He's like, like this making is... like almost like less than JaVale McGee. It's like, come on, man. Um, yeah, that's I mean, the the aspect of this, if Laker fans disappointed about Kawhi, understandable. But I think Boogie is an incredible fallback option, considering all the other stuff they were still able to do. Uh, and you're paying him like six million dollars for no reason other than I mean, I guess he was hurt. But Boogie, again. he's getting I think he's getting three and a half. Okay, I've, either way, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. paying him under $6 million. Like, um, at 15% of his value at most. Yeah. Um, also, a uh, bad person, Avery Bradley. Yeah. Also, one of the worst players in basketball last year, Avery Bradley. Who, what, uh, what other So guard? not only is he is a sex criminal, but also one of the worst players in the NBA. Uh, very cool. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, mm. uh, the man who will be haunting Staples Center until the end of time, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. Oh, my God. The he. Anybody who says that Rich Paul isn't a good agent needs to look at Kentavious Caldwell Pope, who 
was under house arrest. Yeah, he was like literally playing games ago. in an ankle bracelet. And he got two more contracts from the same <laughs> team he was on house arrest with. Incredible. Like I'm I want I want to just write like imagine the things we could do if Chris if Rich Paul was our agent, Joey. Yeah, it'd be tight. Rich Paul, sign us. Yeah, please. Please. Also, yeah, you know, to Davis Caldwell Pope, uh, this this is like kind of a reasonable contract, but he just he's such a bummer. Yeah, no, like this is the right amount of money for KCP for the first time ever. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's just, it just seems weird. He seems like a ghost that is haunting the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, reminding them of the post. Post Mamba pre LeBron days. What's crazy is he's still really young. <laughs> he's like twenty five. Um. All right. You know who their starting point guard is going to be? I do, but please tell me. LeBron James. Oh damn! They went LeBron. out of their way to announce that LeBron James is their starting point guard for reasons. That's so they sick, signed yeah. three point guards. Four, That's right. if you they count did. Caruso. Troy Daniels is like point guard sized, but he's a shooting guard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I, I would say that's four point guards, yeah. but <laughs> you got to move LeBron down because that's so. So this is like Ben Simmons style. Well, it's like rookie LeBron James style. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's going to play. They're not going to start Rondo and they're going to play like. LeBron next to Danny Green. Who are their starters? Uh, Boog- Boogie. Boogie and AD. AD. Uh-huh. Kuzma. Uh-huh. Uh, Danny Green. LeBron uh-huh. James. That is not the fastest team. <laughs> uh, Danny Green does seem like he is uh, a very ideal fit. For this, for next this. to LeBron James specifically, yeah. Uh, if yes, only yes. Cleveland could have uh, <laughs> harnessed that. Yeah, if only Cleveland and LeBron Cleveland had had LeBron James uh, and Danny Green when they were young. Danny Green in the second round. Yeah, if only changed things. Uh, <laughs> instead of having Danny Green rain down <laughs> like like just barrages, trebuchets of three-pointers. For those of you that don't know, Cleveland gr- drafted Danny Green and then cut him for no reason at all. Um, yeah, they did. <laughs> and then the Spurs took him, and he proceeded to beat LeBron James in the finals. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, how would they have known who he was when he was, um, you know, winning so the Sean, national title? You have a... a- You have a theory about LeBron as point guard. Yes. Um, Do you want to? Yeah, he's worried about his all-star slash Mm -hmm. all-NBA legacy. And he thinks that as long as they just announce that he's a point guard and they keep saying he's a point guard, everyone will forget that LeBron has been a forward his entire Mm -hmm. career. Um. And specifically, this may really screw over uh, Mike Conley Jr. Well, I was thinking uh, about this today, and uh-huh. I realized, uh-huh. look, Mike Conley doesn't care about the all-NBA part. 
but he does care about the all-star part. Yes. So if I were Mike Conley, I would mm-hmm. be I would tell my agent to get on the phone and start mm-hmm. working on trades to get Russell Westbrook to the Eastern Conference. <laughs> oh yeah, to clear him out, right? Yeah. <laughs> because he's because now you're looking at Okay, Harden and Curry and LeBron are going to be locks at guard. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he's going to have to start throwing somewhat dangerous alley-oop passes to Donovan Mitchell. You know what I mean? Like, Utah is pretty safe for the playoffs, but he if he can, like, get Donovan Mitchell a mild ankle sprain, that will also knock out his mm-hmm. competition yeah, at guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is this is clearly... Uh, LeBron is worried about the distinct possibility of fired up Clippers nation uh, voting in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to start the all-star game. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is unacceptable to Bron Bron. Okay. Let's talk about Memphis. Oh yeah. Uh, They signed Tyus Jones three for 28 Mm -hmm. and they let DeLon Wright go for three for 29. Yeah. Um, here's your, here's my question for you, Sean. Yes. Uh, aren't these guys kind of the same guy, basically? Yeah. <laughs> like, except, they're better, like, they're, like, they have different skill sets, but it's like, yeah, these two guys who are backup point guards. That is exa- yes. <laughs> and they, and sometimes they, like, really surprise you off the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think Tyus Jones is maybe a little bit better of an outside shooter. DeLon Wright is much bigger. Um, yeah. Weird, weird switch. Mm-hmm. Weird, like, non-trade trade. Yep. Although, I guess I guess conceivably the Timberwolves could match that deal still. No, they uh, announced like an hour ago they weren't matching. Oh, well, congratulations, Tyus Jones. Okay, and then our final story of the day. Yes. Sean, you're going to have to explain this to me because I still don't really understand what happened. Okay. So, um, when the, when you were allowed to start signing contracts on Saturday, I think, mm-hmm. um, the Knicks signed five of the six guys they'd acquired, but there was apparently some kind of problem with Reggie Bullock's physical mm-hmm. and the Knicks had agreed to make a deal with him for two years and 21 million. Now they're, now they've announced they're reworking it. Because of a, an issue, um, the I haven't heard what's happened from his physical. But when I searched uh, Reggie Bullock physical, the first response was from uh, the Scoop NBA. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read you what they uh, they said he was 40 pounds overweight. Uh, <laughs> well, league sources tell the Scoop NBA he's he's gained quote upwards of 20 pounds since mm-hmm. the end of his season. Uh, and failed his physical with the Knicks. Then it explains, however, they intend on still working out a deal because hashtag Knicks. Um, and because of this, Marcus Morris, who has not yet signed his two-year $20 million deal with the San Antonio Spurs, is uh, looks like he is on his way to back out of it yeah. and sign a larger deal uh, with the Knicks because they now have, like, 14 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. And now, now this is a little more significant than this would normally be because the Spurs are kind of capped out. So to, to make room, they traded Davis Bertans mm-hmm. uh, 
sharpshooting ginger uh, mm-hmm. for for nothing. Who basically. I actually like more than Marcus Morris personally. Well, he yeah they they got like the draft rights to a guy who's playing in Europe now, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because they needed to make the Damari Carroll signing a sign in trade. And you have to sign somebody to a three-year deal for that. Uh, they have an extra year of Damari Carroll, three and twenty-one, instead of the two years and thirteen million. Um, Joey, you will not be surprised to learn that his agent is Mark Bartlestein, mm-hmm. Bartlestein, who just always gets these kind of improbable contracts. Um, so the Spurs are kind of screwed, and some people. Uh, are very upset with Marcus Morris for reneging on a verbal agreement. Oh yeah, who's that? Um, that was who was the who was the writer? It was some writer. He was the worst though. It yeah, was like whatever. the most cop, like fucking like, one year suspension if you go back on your word. Yeah, it was like the most fucking anti labor cop shit ever. And um, it, it, and like ignoring that the other side of this is that the Knicks are completely backing away from their contract with Reggie Bullock. Yeah. And here's the thing. Both both of these sides are well within their rights. If you if you haven't signed a contract yet, you haven't signed a contract yep. yet. You know what I mean? Like it's uh the, yeah. I'm kind of I I hope Reggie Bullock's all right because the Reports from the Knicks are just like, we don't think he's going to be able to play this season at all. Yeah, well, and also the Knicks agent, I mean, Reggie Bullock's agent came out and said, the Knicks are actually being incredibly fair here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, because they're still going to sign him. Yeah. But they're not going to give him as much money. And yeah, I mean, I, I bet it's something where Reggie Bullock didn't realize how injured he was either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. Well, get better soon. Uh, yeah. Reggie uh, Bullock. Joe- and um, Knicks, uh, enjoy signing your fourth, maybe fifth power forward of the offseason. It's truly incredible how many power forwards they've <laughs> added to this team. <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you need all four? I don't know. Um, Sean, that's our show. That is. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, um, if you're in the Bay Area, uh, I'll be co-headlining the Punchline on July 16th uh, with Alex Cole and then our friends Bucky Sinister, Anna Saragina, and Chris Thayer performing. Um, and then if you're in Santa Cruz, you can see me and Alex and Buffy Bucky on Thursday night, uh, July 18th. I don't know if we have any listeners in Santa Cruz. Um, Maybe, right? Yeah. Uh, as for me, I forgot to mention it at the, at the top. So, uh, donate to our Patreon. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. It's, uh, round rock, it's patreon.com slash round rock pod. Um, and then you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where I weirdly have not at, I've not tweeted about the Clippers yet, which is bizarre. Cause mm-hmm. I am the world's biggest Clippers fan, but on nine fourteen fifteen. I tweeted, um, one, four, 16 day four of three sixty six. rode my miter- motorcycle through a giant rainstorm. Learned. It's not that fun. <laughs> uh, trust the process. 
Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all um, figure out where we're going to trade Russell Westbrook. Yeah, baby. Coming out of Miami and I'm doing just fine. Gotta, gotta rebound because I want the ball. It started off with a miss and now I'm in an abyss. Click a power is Swiss. Click a power is Swiss. Now I'm talking to Pat and he's dumping my deal. I'm beefy and bad like a cutlet of veal. Now Jimmy's coming to town and I'm putting the bricks. They had a sign of tree and Dallas won't take Dravjitch. Now the tax line is closed. Trade me for more. I just can't shoot. It's killing me. And taking up cap space. Jealousy can't contest a big man's three. Getting hands on basketballs. Choking on that foul calls, but it's not a big fence league. The big three is calling. I feel the bench under my thighs, cause I'm Mr. Whiteside. I'm coming over to Portland and I'm doing just fine. Reservation at Tusk, that's where I want to dine. Playing with CJ and Dane, the racists love my last name. Myers Leonard was lame. Myers Leonard was lame. Now I'm riding the bike and I'm not eating meat. And my balls are real sore, cause it's a vintage seat. And I'm riding the bench and I'm backing up Nurkic. Lockers full of kebabs, cause Ennis Cantor is dirt-ish. He took off for Boston still J.J. Tatum ain't old I can't play D, it's killing me Can't guard the pick and roll Efficiency, advanced stats on my enemy Ruining the Blazers' fun Buying an illegal gun But I'm just not likable Portland, ya ain't calling I got a max, I barely try Cause I'm Hoss on Whiteside catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide trætte af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmagle.